Hey, what's up, y'all? Joe Marino here, one of the pastors with the Well Church in Hastings, Nebraska. Uh, if you're part of our church family, then you probably know. Well, we've taken the last week or so off from uh, in-person gatherings just to allow for uh, some of the families in our church to heal up from a season of sickness and just to find some rest. Um, but in an effort to stay connected and to continue to encourage one another in the scriptures, we have uh, been putting out a couple of very short devotional-like videos. We recognize that we just come into the first of the year. It's a brand new year. And it's this time of year where everybody kind of starts thinking about, man, what's going to happen this year? And how, what am I going to do to grow a little bit? What kind of commitments do I want to make? So on and so forth. Put it quite simply, we start thinking about what it means to be new creations in Christ Jesus, right? Um, we start thinking about our spiritual growth. And so in an effort to just kind of come alongside of that and, and, and ask God to speak into that through his word, uh, put together a series of these short videos and focusing on Colossians chapter 3, which is a beautiful section of scripture. This is the third uh, video in that series, third and final video. I pray this has been a blessing to you. We're going to be in verses 12 through 17 of Colossians chapter 3. Um, if you would grab a Bible, turn with me there. I'm going to read from that section of text real fast. Colossians chapter 3, verses 12 through 17 says, Put on then, as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience, bearing with one another and forgiving each other, as the Lord has forgiven you, so you also must forgive. And above all these, put on love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. And let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called in one body. And be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns, spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts to God. Whatever you do, in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Yeah, it's a fantastic passage, isn't it? The sense of this passage that I get, um, that the Apostle Paul is doing here, is he's challenging the Colossian church, challenging the Colossian believers to put on new clothing and put on new behavior. Two things, put on new clothing, Put on new behavior. Here's the reason why. Putting on new clothing and putting on new behavior is a vital component of our spiritual growth. One author says this. He said that in these verses, the Colossians were commanded to put on virtues that stood in brilliant contrast to the vices that they were previously commanded to take off. Previous verses. This list here is the wardrobe of the saints, he says, and what beautiful garments they are because they are the new wardrobe, the new clothing that has been provided to ransomed saints in the work of the crucified, risen, and returning Christ. What a beautiful observation that author made, right? I almost feel like I don't even need to make any other observations from the text, but I think it's still important to dive in and kind of lean into it myself. 
So what are some observations uh, that you and I might notice in the text? What would we, what would we notice in this passage? Just, just briefly, um, like the Apostle Paul definitely wants his listeners to put on new spiritual clothing, wants them to put on new behaviors that honor Christ according to verses 12 through 17, according to the whole thing, right? And, and, and what he does is, is he begins the section with reminding his listeners of who they are. Think about it. He reminds them of who they are. They are God's chosen, holy, beloved children, according to verse 12. Therefore, since they are God's chosen, holy, and beloved children, what are they to do? Well, they're to wear the clothing that a chosen, holy, and beloved child of God would wear. They're to wear the clothing of Christ-centered love. What, is that, what does Christ-centered love look like? Well, it looks like compassion. It looks like kindness. It looks like humility or meekness or patience or bearing with one another. It looks like forgiving as the Lord has forgiven them. It looks like living in peace with one another. It looks like unity. It looks like gratitude. Anything less than these is not Christ-like love, right? The clothing that exhibits Christ-like love, that, that's not the only thing that Paul wants his listeners to put on. He also wants them to put on the behavior of Christ Jesus, the kind of behavior that is centered on the word of Christ, right? This is the kind of behavior that results in God's word or results from God's word living among the community or it results from being a community of God's word, right? Like we're never called to be Lone Ranger Christians, kind of living out our faith all by ourselves in our little closets. We're called to do this in community, in relationship with others, teaching admonishing, encouraging each other in biblical wisdom, singing psalms, singing hymns, singing praise songs with gratitude to the God who has ransomed and redeemed them. Literally, everything the Colossian church does, everything you and I do, should be done in the name of Christ to the glory of God, in gratitude for our good father who gave Jesus as our savior. So that's just some observations from the passage. The question is, why does this matter, right? Why does this matter? What difference does any of this gonna make? At the end of the day, this matters because like I said earlier, putting on new clothing and putting on new behavior is a vital component of spiritual growth. The question is, how do you do this? How do you put on new clothing? How do you put on new behavior and the answer to that question is application i've been saying this i say it all the time you probably heard it so many times you probably say it with me application means to believe and to obey it means to believe and to obey <laughs> now, the best way i know how to get after this application thing is to try to kind of shake up what it is that i actually believe and and to kind of get after what my obedience has been looking like. And I, and I do that by asking diagnostic questions of my heart, spending time journaling, spending time discussing these things with other believers around me in community. And, and, and come out of this text, I, I wrote down questions like this in my journal. 
here's question number one. When do I struggle the most with new clothing and new behaviors? When do I struggle the most with new clothing and new behaviors? Is it in my relationships with my spouse or my relationship with, with various family members? Or maybe it's a relationship with uh, some friends or some coworkers or some enemies or some people from my church, maybe? When do I find myself struggling the most with these articles of new clothing and these articles of new behavior? Again, it's all relationally driven. So I can look into the relationship categories of my life and see where I'm struggling to put on that new clothing and new behavior. Second question, uh, when and why? When and why do I have a tendency to see myself as forgotten, dirty, and unlovable? Let me ask this again. When and why do I see myself as forgotten, dirty, and unlovable instead of chosen, holy, and beloved by God? When and why? Question three, where am I failing to love someone right now? And that's a tough one, isn't it? Where am I failing to love someone right now? And one good way of getting after that is asking, who have I not forgiven lately? Like, what has God forgiven of me? And who, who am I not forgiving right now? It's a clear indicator that I'm not walking in love with someone. There's plenty of other ways. Those are just one of the ways I wrote down coming out of the text. Question four, last question. What behavior in my life is out of line with what God's word says? What behaviors in my life are out of line with what God's word says? Again, good to ask that question in prayer. Good to ask that question in community as well. And in fact, prayer is a, is a substantial way to respond to the reading of God's word. When God speaks to us through his word, we respond back through prayer. We also spend time listening to him too. And so... Um, as I close with prayer, I'm going to invite you to join me in this. And it's not just a one-time thing, but you might do this for the next week or so, even longer. Pr pr my, my prayer is that this actually helps to set some kind of rhythm in place for all of us that we might practice like a discipline as we grow as disciples, right? But before we go into prayer, I'm going to remind us, the main thrust of the text is this, putting on new clothing, putting on new behavior. It is a vital component of spiritual growth. Putting on new clothing and behavior is a, is a daily discipline, once again, that I believe begins with prayer. So, so my prayer, um, again, that I think should be a daily prayer, something to this effect, uh, kind of go like this, and I just invite you to join me. Father, Father, please help me to put on new clothing and new behavior every day. Father, help me to see myself the way you see me, as chosen, holy, and beloved, instead of forgotten, filthy, and unlovable. Please help me to see other people around me, um, just like you do, uh, so, so I might truly forgive them and love them like you do. Uh, Father, I ask that you would bring to mind now anybody that I'm not walking in right, loving relationship with. And then, Father, I pray that you give me the strength uh, to get after loving them sacrificially the same way that you have loved me in the work of Jesus, your son, at the cross. Father, I ask that you would give me a hunger for your word. 
I ask that you would give me courage to throw away any clothing. Give me the strength to kill any behavior that is out of line with what I see in your word and what I see in my crucified, risen, and returning Savior. And I pray all of this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hey, I pray this has encouraged you. I pray that it strengthens you. If you want, click on the link in the comment section below. Um, one of my favorite worship songs. I pray that it encourages and strengthens you um, the rest of the day. Love you guys. See ya.